Welcome to Pred Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now your hosts, Brett and Ron White and D-Law, Dan Lawless. Welcome to Pred Wings Podcast, episode 69 or maybe it's actually 68. Who knows? Because I kind of screwed that one up. Yeah, we kind of skipped episode 67, but oh well, it is what it is. Uh, you can get us on our social media, Pred Wings Podcast on Facebook, Discord, even though we don't haven't really been using that, Instagram, which I haven't really been posting much, Twitch, which some maybe sometime we will... Uh, Get back to that at some point in the future. But you can also get us on Twitter and YouTube at Predwings Pod. And our email is always the same, Predwings Podcast at gmail.com. So I guess we can roll right into the Beer League Minute. Well, after last week's embarrassing loss, uh, we were actually in, uh, we dropped to fifth place. Uh, we were at four and four, but this past week, uh, had a big game against the Kurt. Uh, they were in fourth place. They were actually uh, two points ahead of us. Um, we came out with a win. Um, we got out to a three nothing lead, and then I had a little. Uh, Oh, what do you say? Oh. <laughs> Moment. <laughs> um, I was uh, dumped in and I went to start the puck. I went to set up the puck behind the net for my defenseman. And there's a little bit of miscommunication. My defenseman stopped. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was, thought he was going to come back to get it. And he must have thought I was going to pass it up to him, up the boards. So what do I do instead of just leaving and then get from the net? And because there is an attack, a defense, uh, well, not defenseman, the other team forward is coming in, and I he was at the, the kind of like near the goal line at the time, coming skating towards the behind the net, and I put the puck up the boards and right on the stick, and I didn't quite make it. <laughs> Into the net in time, and he pretty much had a wide open net. See, what, what amazes me is like that ruined the shutout. Yeah, let, me, let me just picture this so, like, I, I'm sure you were skating out and you envisioned something completely different happening. Oh, I was behind the net because I, I was, I went to play, I went to start the puck for the defense, and then I don't know why I didn't just leave it there and get back in net. I totally passed it up the boards right on the guy's stick. I mean, even you could have scored that. Yeah, maybe. I've been known to do that. So then, but then we came back down and scored right after that to go up four to one. And then later in the first period, this is all the first period. And the first period, uh, it, you know, later in the first period, I pretty much scored 
I mean, I didn't put it in off my stick, but it hit my arm and went in from a pretty much no angle shot. I think it was near the goal line, like near the boards. Yeah, that way. So that made it four to another <sighs> moment. <laughs> but for the most part, I was actually pretty solid. Uh, second period, we we outscored them one nothing. It was a pretty good period. Uh, actually, we scored late in the first period, so it was a, it was a pretty tight tight game or tight second period. And then the third period, uh, they scored two. Uh, one I totally didn't see. I think it went top corner. And then another one just missed my glove top shelf. I mean, it was like my glove just wasn't in the right position. Otherwise, it would have went in my glove. So that's a – I should have had that one. Um, but we did score two goals in that one. But we So we ended up winning. We didn't, It wasn't really – I mean, we had a big lead. So, I mean – it's not like the Predators bone leads, but, you know, we'll get into that a little bit later. But the, um, you know, it, it was pretty much in our control. We dominated the game. We came up with a huge win, so now we have 10 points, so tied them. Um, they haven't obviously updated the stats, so I don't know. If we'll probably still be in fifth place, but we got one game left, and then uh, – and then we'll have the playoffs probably sometime in the early part of December. So we'll have a couple weeks off. We'll have one more game next week, and then we'll have a couple weeks off. So so there'll be a couple weeks coming up at the end of this month where we won't have a big league minute. Um, but that's it for, for my uh, exciting Thursday night game. So I guess uh, we can roll right into the Wings recaps now. Yeah, it's kind of uh... – I'm I'm mixed emotions on this one. So, you know, we'll go back to, I think we go back to the Bruins, correct? I don't think I talked about the Bruins. No, Boston's the first one on the list. Okay. Yep. Um, So the Wings are hosting undefeated uh, Boston to this point, and they ended up squeaking out a a pretty exciting win, five to four. Um, You know, one one thing, um, you know, one one of the things that concerns me and it's kind of it's going to be a theme rolling through my recaps is the penalty kill the power plays okay the power plays sufficient um but the penalty kill not so much um you know they you know they had six penalties and um you know they they allowed a goal but the problem is, is that they're taking stupid penalties and it almost looks like they can't keep up. And I'll talk about that as we get into the next game. Um, but the Wings penalty kill is just, it's been lackluster. It just doesn't look smooth. It's, um, I don't know, it's kind of clunky. I don't know if that makes sense at all. Uh, but this was a pretty physical game. It was back and forth. Um, you know, Boston was pretty dominant, but Detroit came back and just completely dominated the third period. So... Uh, they were able to squeak out a 5-4 win, knock Boston off, kind of put a little chip in their, um, you know, chip on their shoulder. Wings needed that. So we'll move on to um, the Rangers here. And that was their that's their first loss. And so far, they're, as to date, their only loss. For Boston? Yep. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're a strong team this year. You know, so that was a, that was a good win, win for Detroit. Um, 
but yeah, moving into the the Wings Rangers, um, that game was not so good. The Wings just came out and they just couldn't they couldn't hang at all. Larkin looked lethargic. I know at one point, um, Zabanajad was coming down the ice. Larkin just couldn't even keep up. Like he just looked like like fatigued. Um, the whole team played like that. They were just not not very well. I don't know if they were just not prepared for the game, um, but they didn't have any good break-ins uh, to the, any of the zones. They couldn't get the puck out of their own zone. And, I mean, New York just walked all over them in the first two periods. But, um, you know, Detroit being a third-period team, um, you know, they came back and got three goals, tried to make it a game, but, you know, just too little too late. And again, you know they they had three penalties and um, they allowed two two goals on on three penalty kills. So again, just lackluster, just not they they just didn't look good. They could not get the puck out of the zone. They couldn't get any control on it. I mean, it was just just not 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 good. The passes were awful. But we'll move on to the Montreal game. Excuse me. Um, you know, this was an exciting game. The the Wings made it exciting. Montreal made it exciting. A little bit of physicality. Um, you know, Detroit just couldn't pull it off. They got they got knocked out in overtime. Uh good three to two game though. Um but again, on two of the penalty kills, you know, they, they get scored on out of seven. They're just not a team that I don't know what it is, and you know they were talking about it uh, during that game about how the penalty kill has been, you know, just not very sufficient as of as of yet. So I don't know if they need to make some changes or uh, you know do something different. Obviously, because what they're doing is just not working. Um, but yeah, this game the Wings just couldn't they just couldn't pull it out. Um, but you know that's that's okay. They just gotta they had to bounce back and. Um, they did that tonight, today, this afternoon. If any of you watched the game, it was it's actually a really good game. The wing got, um, you know, came down as a back and forth game. Um, you know, it just it was it was a little bit of physicality again. Like Detroit's kind of they're they're starting to to wake up, I think, and hopefully get out of this little slump that they're in. Um, but something like you're going to talk about here soon. The Wings had a two nothing lead in this game. And they blew it, and they actually allowed three unanswered goals, and it was it was just not it was just not good, um, oh! but, right? But DeBrinket, he came back. He was in a little bit of a slump. He came back and got a goal today. Fabry, he's back from his injury. He gets a goal today. Um, just an overall good. It was just a good, well played game. Like Detroit got Detroit got opportunities. They had production out of all of their lines today. And that's what you have to do if you're going to win in this league. Like you have to have four working lines that can that can produce. And Detroit is finally at that point where they've got the lines. And you know, in years past, like I I never expected their fourth line to do nearly anything. Not at all. And then against New York, they come out and score two goals in the same shift. I mean, that's what our fourth line did last last game. So. It's nice to have four lines that can produce throughout a game. So, you know, I, I th- I'm still optimistic about Detroit. I, I think that they're kind of a, 
a sleeper at this moment. So but, I wonder if the if is that it seems like a a recurring theme is like throughout the whole NHL as far as like you know I don't want to say blown leads you know because obviously I mean it, it just seems like they are you know their their teams are coming back more. I, I there was a couple other games I was kind of watched bits and pieces and um. I mean, they weren't. I don't believe there were two goal leads, but um, I, I haven't really seen a, a lot enough of hockey in this year yet to to see if that's actually a thing going on league wide, or if it's just our teams that are doing it. No, I mean it can't be league wide. I mean, because you think that, like today, Detroit had two, you know, two goals, and. Um, so while Detroit is up, they're not, they're not blowing a lead and vice versa. Like if, if, um, well, that would be, I'm sorry, that would be blowing the lead when Columbus came back and scored two, they obviously scored. They didn't, you know, they didn't blow anything. So like one team is going to blow a lead and one team is going to get to the lead. Yeah, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is it, it this as far as it, I don't want to say the new NHL, but it's like you know teams don't quit like they used to, or or maybe when teams get a lead, or maybe it's just our teams that you know when they get a lead, they kind of like sit back and you know obviously the other teams they're down, they're 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 still competing, they're still playing and playing hard, and and when the team kind of like sits back and lets them come at them, you know, then, you know, stuff happens, you know, you kind of like. Yeah, I don't know if they let them come at them. I mean, I I I mean, because that's what I I mean, I'll talk about that later. Yeah, I I think playing a little bit more loosely, I guess you could say. And, um, you know, just kind of playing more conservative, just, you know, making smarter plays, taking the time, not rushing your passes. Um, Yeah, just to just to kind of slow the game down, take some time off the clock. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, right now the wings are eight, five, and two. I mean, I can't be upset about that going into, um, you know, Columbia or uh, Ottawa here. But this is better than I thought they would be, and I think we're we're just getting started. I, I just think that these lines are starting to find their identities within each other, and I, I just I I think this is I think this is going to be a fun season. Well, at least somebody's going to have a fun season. Yeah, and, and I've got, like, I was just, just for the heck of it, I was just going through and looking at um, some of the, like, power play percentages because I know that Detroit's been pretty pretty solid on the power play. You know, I'll give them that. The penalty kill, you know, I thought they were they were a little shaky. They haven't looked that good lately. Um, so I kind of, I went back and I looked, um, and the Wings are actually 11th in the power play. They're at 22%. Um, for success on power play. Take a guess, unless you've already looked at it, but take a guess who's number one in the NHL. Well, I would say either Boston or Vegas. Nope, the New Jersey Devils. Oh, I, uh, I haven't really watched them anyway, so. 38%, over 38% of the time that they go on the power play. That's like, 
one in every like two point eight power plays that they're on, they're scoring a goal. So we'll, like we'll say one in every th- one in every three power plays, they're scoring a goal. So if you're in a game against New Jersey and you give them three power plays, you can almost guarantee they're gonna score a goal. That is pretty that is pretty solid. Um and they're a young team. So I think that's pretty good. Do you want to know where Nashville is? Well, probably dead last. No, they're actually not. They're they're right in the middle. Um, they're at twenty point four percent at sixteenth in the league right now. No power play. The games that I've seen, their power play is actually horrible, which I'll get to later. <laughs> I mean, that's something you can be a little bit better, and you can be a little bit worse. So, you're you're sitting in a good spot. Um, now looking at the power, the penalty kill, um, the wings are sitting at 13th right now. Uh, they kill off 74.9% of their, their, um, penalty kill. Guess who number one is in the league? Vancouver. No, kind of close. Well, not really, but Dallas. Well, they usually have a good power play. That's penalty. I mean, penalty kill. <laughs> yeah, they must take a lot of penalties. I was going to look into that, well, how many penalties they take, but yeah, they've got, or how little they take. But they've got they're at ninety three percent of the time they're they're killing off the penalty. Guess where your Nashville Predators are, and I think we might un- uncover an issue here. At last. Well, after today, probably. But at the time of this, they were second to last with a 69% of the time they're killing a penalty. That's troublesome. Earlier uh, in tonight's game, the TV crew listed them as 68%. And that was before some of the... That could have been real-time stats. Well, that was like before. I think it was after their first penalty or something like that. And that was actually when they were their first penalty that they took. So, so the NHL or the broadcast, one of them's wrong. Yeah, I would, I would agree. I would think it would be more sixty-eight percent or less. Yeah, the stats are the stats. I mean, they could have changed. Well, they're definitely changed after tonight. But, um, yeah. But that's all I have. You know, that's all I have. Actually, you know what? I do want to I do want to mention one more thing, and I know I've kind of hijacked this, and I'll turn it over to you in one second. Um, but looking at Detroit's goal leaders, they mentioned it on the broadcast today, and I looked at it. DeBrinket right now is on pace to score between fifty and sixty goals this year. You're looking at thirty to forty goals out of. Andrew Kopp, who everybody, I think he's a sleeper. You know, he, I get down on him once in a while, but Andrew Kopp, Lucas Raymond, who's starting to wake up here the last couple of games, had a nice goal today, um, Dylan Larkin, and Joey Valeno. That's almost all your lines right there, like I was talking about earlier. Then you've got Sprung and Wallman, each looking to score about 20 goals this So, you know, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked about that. 
I, I like I like that. I think a lot of people overlook that and they don't think about that because yes, Detroit's been in a little bit of a slump, but there are some bright sides to that. There's gonna be those down days. You're gonna hit those slumps here and there. You gotta get it out of your system now. Get it together and then go strong the rest of the season. And and that's my hope is that this team is finally gelling. Like everybody thought they did early on, but that was too too early. But I think that now that they've felt some losses, they've been humbled a little bit. I think they're starting to kind of find their identity amongst each other on the lines. And you can just see like Valeno is just comfortable out there with Perron. Like they, they just they flow well together. Larkin and Debrinket and even Raymond, they just flow very well together. So it's only a matter of time. So we just got to be patient. The biggest issue I think we have right now, goaltending. Goaltending is the reason I say that is I actually think Reimer is our number one goalie. I think without a doubt. I think that that is I, – I think the Huso thing is it, it's time to either deal him and bring um, Alex Lyon up or you, you make him at least a backup. I think Reimer and Lyon need to take probably the next – the next game because Huso is he, he looks very shaky his angles aren't that great right now he's at 3.61 goals against per game 3.61 that's almost four goals a game the only thing that makes him look good is his six and three record and luckily luckily with his four goals against per game, our offense has been able to produce more than four goals and kind of bail him out. Reimer, coming in at 2-2-1, two, two, and one, has a 1.80 goals against with a 9.33 save percentage compared to Huso's 8.80. So when you look at these stats and you really think about it, if the if the Wings had scored more than four goals in all of the games that Reimer has been in, they win all those games. All of them. Because Reimer's only allowing, we'll say, we'll round it up to maybe two goals a game. He keeps them in the game. He makes the saves that he needs to make. I know he's I know he's older. I get that. I get that he's not gonna you can't he's not gonna carry us through the season. But I think throwing him in a little more frequently would not be so bad, especially when you play some of these bigger games. And we haven't even seen what Lion can do with the team that's in front of him. He could be a bust, or he could be the next coming of Jesus. We have no idea, but we're never going to know until we, we, we give the kid a shot. So hopefully we'll see some Reimer and, and Lion and vice versa, but um, 
yeah, that's that's something that you know we're all we're all hoping that Sebastian Casa is what what everyone hopes he's going to be. Okay, um, I I not not to backtrack here, but I did find out um, that as far as the Dallas Stars penalty killing, they've killed forty one penalties this season, and there it's ninety three point two percent. So that's pretty good. I don't know how many penalties they've took, but they've killed forty one. So I mean, in thirteen games, that's this is according to StatMuse. I don't know how reputable that is. Um, the NHL stats is kind of hard to. They don't seem to. It's it's really hard to find. Um, but you know, thirteen games and they've killed forty one, and they're ninety three percent. So they probably take it at least. I don't know what the what the percentage would be, but I would think it would be at least fifty. Maybe, yeah, not sure. you know, maybe four. Did you want to know an interesting but, stat? Remember how I had said the Red Wings are a third-period team? 34% of their goals come in the third period. To date, they scored 72 goals. 25 of them have come in, in the third period. Um, enough. They can just learn how to start a game. Seventy-two. They got fifty-five according to stat on the stats on the standings list. What are goals for? I have no idea. I got I got this off. I forget what website, so I can't. I think it was NHL. Oh well, the NHL uh, on the NHL website under the in the standings, they put goals for and goals against. So I don't. Well, I know they have twenty-five power play goals. Or I'm sorry, third-period goals. Well, that's pretty much almost. Well, actually, it was it's almost half then. Almost half their goals. If that's if fifty-five is correct. Yeah, we'll have to verify that, that would, number. That would be fifty. That would be fifty. Uh, almost fifty percent. Other goals in the third period. That's, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's good. I mean, you kind of want to. If they can learn to start a game, they they could be pretty good. All right, now that's it. It's all Predators now. Hit it. Oh well, not much because I really haven't seen a lot. But once the you know what we we last left off, they were on their CMA trip. They had a few more game more road games um and when we last left off our show their next game was the edmonton oilers in edmonton and i you know i thought they're gonna lose that game you know who figured i mean i don't think mcdavid played in this game or actually actually i think he did because i think i didn't really see the game can't really comment but the predators actually beat them high. Five two. O'Reilly had a hat trick in this game. Um, he had four points total. Uh, Forsberg had a goal, uh, and then uh, Tommy Novak and he continues his hot start. Um, so you know that's great, great job. You know they. I forgot what where we were listed at. Uh, what their how their road game how how their road trip was going before this. 
but then that moved him into Calgary, and well, that ended up being a four to two loss. Uh, they just, I, I don't, I think, I, I remember, I think I saw a little bit of it. Um, but uh, once again, the Predators had they had a two to nothing lead in the first period. Uh, you know, McCarron and, and Kiefer Sherwood, he he's having a pretty decent start to his season. But then the Calgary scored four straight, and you know it 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 seems like a recurring recurring theme with the Predators is blowing these two goal leads, and then that uh, set up a you know their last road game on this trip in uh, Winnipeg, and they I didn't I mean that was that was Thursday night, so I I didn't get to see that game at all because I I had a game with even though it was a late game didn't see it at all and I'm just glad I didn't see it because it was it had to have been ugly because it was six to three six to three win by the Jets Connor had a hat trick for uh Kyle Connor for the for the Jets Forsberg did get a goal actually he got two goals uh Thomas Hino ended up with a goal um but it just it's, it had to have been a frustrating and then uh, earlier tonight, they returned home. Um, and before the uh, before the game, you know, Ryan O'Reilly uh, on October thirty first played in his one thousandth one thousandth game. So they had a uh, you know this is their first first home game back from that trip since he, since he's had that since he played in it. So they had a little little tribute for him, gave him a couple sticks. Barry Trotz was out there. Um, and then they had a, a little video board, uh, you know, message mostly as former teammates, you know, have little messages and kind of Detroit related here. Uh, David Perron, who's now wing, he was a former teammate of his, uh, back when they played on the blues. Um, so he was, he had a little message to him on the video board, but that was pretty cool. Um, he ended up scoring a goal and, um, He's, you know, is right in front, and he just kind of like a, I don't want to say a garbage goal, because he was right in front of the net, and he just put it home right between uh, Connor Ingram's legs, which um, he actually was a former Predator, mostly Milwaukee Admirals. I can't remember offhand how many, played, how many games he played in the Predators uniform, but mainly uh, with the Admirals. So that was um, uh, last year that Coyotes picked him up off waivers. Um but uh, when O'Reilly scored that goal, Forsberg uh, grabbed the puck, and I, I'm wondering, I don't know why, because I mean, he's obviously it wasn't his first, it wasn't O'Reilly's first goal as a predator, um, and he, you know, he's he's got uh, he's got eight goals on the season, so I mean, I don't know why Forsberg grabbed the puck. It wasn't a milestone goal, so I don't. I'm not sure why he grabbed the puck. I, I don't know. I, I I'd like to probably like to, like to ask him why, but <laughs> that was just kind of interesting. Um, but um, I was talking about Samuel uh, Figimo last uh, last week's show, and well, here we go again. They uh, 
they saw him on waivers, um, mainly because you know, the players getting a couple of their injury, injured players back, and the Kings reclaimed them. So, you know, Predators got him from the Kings on waivers, and now the Kings, so he's going back to L.A. So he had a goal in four games, so – and he was he was a scratch for a couple of games, but uh, but once again, you know, Predators actually they came out flying in the first period. I mean, they were just all over him. Uh, jumped out to that two nothing two nothing lead. Uh, Sherwood scored the first. It was a great pass by Evangelista. It actually started in the defensive zone. Uh, Novak had it, grabbed the puck in the in the in the corner, and. Pass it up into to a neutral zone for, to Evangelista. Um, actually, Evangelista was the blue line at the time, but then he kind of skated up towards the red line and kind of spun around a little bit. He had a coyote on him, and then he had a nice pass. Um, saw um, uh, Sherwood skating right up the middle. Sherwood took the pass and went in and scored. That's his fourth goal. And then... Um, I thought, uh, or later, like uh, just a couple minutes later, uh, actually thought Nyquist. It was a nice little, like a backhand, um, but uh, Forsberg got his stick on it and tipped it in, so they gave the goal to Forsberg. So I mean, Ny- Nyquist and Forsberg has been a little gelling, and and they've they did play in in World Championships uh, before. They're both Sweden Swedish players. Uh, but then again, they blow another two nothing lead, and you know, uh, Stature took a penalty, and you know, Coyotes killed it off. Stature comes out of the box and ties the game. So that really hurts when that something like that happens. But then the Preds came right back, got a couple goals, a nice little one timer by Fabro, and then uh, O'Reilly. You know, as as I was talking uh, earlier, you know, it was about when. Um, that it was that was a power play goal, and that's when Forsberg read the puck, as I was mentioned earlier. But then uh, the Cowboys came back and scored three straight, take a lead, and then third period starts. Forsberg, well, I actually thought it was a Nyquist, another Nyquist goal, but Forsberg got the tip on it. <laughs> so Forsberg tipped two Nyquist shots. Uh, so Forsberg's got six goals now, but then... I think they got a nice little connection starting there. But then uh, they take a penalty. I mean, well, actually, the Coyotes got a delay game penalty earlier in the game, earlier in that third period. Um, I mean, they killed it off, and then uh, and then Novak kind of like he he didn't really. He just kind of tip hit hit the puck. He didn't really shoot it over glass, but it hit us. I mean. It was still went over the glass. I mean, even though he kind of like tried to knock it out of midair with the stick, um, it hit a stick and then went up over glass. So it's a delay game penalty. Um, thank you, Casper Ice in the nineties um, for that uh, penalty, for that uh, rule. Um, but uh, you know they. The Predators, they were doing a decent job on the penalty kill. Um, up at this point, the Coyotes only had the one power play goal. Um, but, of course, you know, late in the game, tie game. Uh, 
Coyotes end up scoring on that power play, and then they had an empty net goal. So frustrating game. Predators should have had that game, could have had that game. But, I mean, I, I guess Coyotes are a lot better team this year, even though they're playing in a college stadium, even though this well, this was in Nashville, so don't have to worry about that. Um, you know, I just – I mean, six goals on Saros, and I mean, the Predators had forty-one shots on goal. I mean, it's it's a lot better than last year where they weren't. I don't think they were getting twenty shots a goal. Coyotes had twenty-five. That's still a lot, but it seems to be average these days. Saros shouldn't be giving up twenty-six. Well, it would have been twenty-four shots on goal because that last one was empty now. Well, six goals on twenty-four shots. It, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what that percentage would be right offhand, but it's just, I mean, it's just not acceptable. I mean, it just a lack of defense. I mean, the Preds get up by two goals twice, and they kind of like, I don't, they just kind of like stopped attacking and let the Coyotes come to them. And, you know, the Coyotes, I mean, the first part of the first period, the Predators just, they were they had it in the offensive zone and and you know just you know kind of I, I don't want to say it, you know at times outplaying them but then they get those leads and then the coyotes come back and 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 have the prayers hand in 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 the coyotes offensive zone so it was over i don't want to say the prayers dominated because it was like a kind of a a middle game, you know, kind of neutral because both teams outplayed them at different times of the period of the game. And I mean, what Coyotes late third period, they, you know, they did what it takes to win the game. And the Predators had a, a bunch of opportunities in the last part of the third period to, to tie it or even go ahead. And they just, they, they couldn't do it. I mean, and it, it's frustrating putting up five goals and losing the game because you score five goals, you should win the game. This isn't beer league hockey. This is NHL, you know, NHL hockey that, you know, where's the defense? I mean, you can blame Saros all you want, but for giving up six goals, but you can't let them. I mean, yeah, the Predators got 41 shots, so the Coyotes are probably saying the same thing. We can't give up 41 shots a goal or 40, 41 shots a game. But, I mean, 25 isn't really – doesn't really seem like a lot, but you got to tighten – you know, you got to tighten it up. The uh, Let's see, the Coyotes had – well, they only had eight shots in the third period, and they had uh, – two goals. Well, one was on Dinas, so you can't really count that, because, I mean, he was pretty much on the crease when he scored it. Um, but, I mean, you look at the shots in the third period, the Predators had 14 shots to the A's, so you'd think they dominated, but it really, it, it was more of an even period, and the, and the Coyotes got that goal. You know, the goal had a goal. So, I mean, it just, 
another frustrating game. And there's going to be a lot of them this year for the Predators. And it's just like, I mean, maybe some of those games will end up on the other side as a win. But I think there's just going to be a lot more of those frustrating 75 losses, 63 losses. I mean, it just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I just don't know the answer. I mean, they, they got some good players. They just need to, I, I, they, I, they need to, I mean, they're, it seems like they're a very offensive team this year and they're, they're scoring the goals, you know, O'Reilly, Forsberg, Novak, you know, they're all scoring. They're finally, finally some of the defense are starting to score. Um, but they need to, they really need to focus on on the defensive side more. Um, I know Bruno. Bruno um, I, I didn't me- should have mentioned this last week. Um, Andrew Brunette. He he doesn't he doesn't like to be called coach. Uh, so, you know, a lot of the French broadcasters were calling coach. He's like, don't call me coach. Call me Bruno. I don't, I, not sure why he just doesn't. So you know. Bruno. So yeah, Brunette, Andrew Brunette. I mean, he was a he was a forward. Um, he was. I won't. He wasn't really a goal scorer, but I mean, he scored goals. Um, but he definitely wasn't like. Well, he was a forward. He wasn't a. Def- I mean, he did play a defensive style, even though he did score goals. But he's not like a defense. So I guess. You know his style is is more offensive. So I mean, as far as I, I don't know, I, I I just don't want to read into it. You know, because the Predators are scoring. You know, they had five goals against Edmonton. I mean, other than well, they did have three against the Jets. They had a two nothing lead against Calgary. Um, but I I just it, it, they need to be better defensive and and. and in the, in the past, they've been a lot. They've been really good defensively, and just not scoring goals. So I mean, this year it's like a flip. So it's like, I, I mean, they got some young defense. I mean, McDonough's still out, so that kind of hurts. Even though he's older, I mean, I I don't know if that'll help any. I mean, it's might help some. I don't know. Um, but Yossi hasn't really. He he's been kind of quiet this year. Um, maybe he needs to focus. More. I mean, he's 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 definitely more of an offensive player. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I just they they just need to do something. They they just need to be more defensive. You know, really, especially when they get these leads. And I know we talked about this earlier with elite teams getting behind and they force the attack. But, you know, maybe in the prayers to get that lead, they need to just get that attack a mentality and just keep going at them instead of trying to, you know, oh, we got a two-goal lead. You know, they've already, this is at least the third blown lead this week. Third, third The third time they've blown two-goal leads twice in this game tonight and then you know once in the Calgary game uh, I don't even think they had a lead against the Jets if they did it was like a one goal lead but they they get that two goal lead and I mean I know the fans are going to be thinking 
Oh, here we go again. Two goalie probably gonna blow this, but I don't know if that's you know what what the players are thinking too. But you get a two goal lead, you gotta keep that keep that attack uh, mentality and just go at them instead of just kind of backing off and let them come at you because you you know when teams get down, they're they're not gonna stop. They're gonna keep coming. They're gonna keep coming. They're, they're, they're you know it's just the way the game is. So. <sighs> I like to start by the Predators, um, but yeah, I you know I I just I'm just rambling right now. I just I I just need to like end it because I'm just I can go on and on and on and just it's just frustrating. Yeah, I just don't know. I I don't know. I I can't pinpoint what what Nashville needs to do. I mean, they're just I I think they're just still trying to find themselves it's a new leadership just you got to kind of let it let it take its course i mean i just i'm not sure you guys are kind of in a regurgitation i don't know what you guys call it but i'm gonna call it that but yeah i don't know i I think you guys have a lot to be you know happy about but we'll see i mean it's all about the time I mean, and, and I, I mentioned how good Novak's been doing. Um, in the last 11 games, um, he's had 10 points. So, you know, he's really, and he, you know, he's one of those younger players. So, you know, it's, it's just, you know, he keeps chugging along. So, you know, hopefully he can keep keep that up. Um, I mean, and, and I mean, we're 14 games a season now. I mean... I guess ten points in fourteen games isn't bad. I mean, it's still dead last in the in the division, um, tied with Chicago. Um, but I mean, I guess it's better than it could be. Um, I really didn't know what to expect this season. Um, but then again, you look at San Jose and they only got five points in 14 games. So, you know, I guess, you know, I guess 10 points in 14 games isn't all that bad. But when you look back, I mean, they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. I mean, and I probably mentioned that, you know, before in in previous shows before the season even started. But, you know, you can't win – divisions or clinch playoffs in October, November. But in March and April, when you look back and say, oh, we needed like two more points, three more points. And then you look back and say, October, November. Oh, man, if we could have just got two more points in October or or one more point in November. So, you know, every game is important. I mean, maybe not so much, you know, because – like I said, the Predators might even be in a draft lottery. Who knows? But, you know, just, I don't know. Um, so, you know, let's, let's just put the wrap on these recaps for the Predators. And, and, and you know, I kind of mentioned, you know, the, kind of blended in the, the Predators news as far in with my recap. So I don't know if there's, if do you have any like news uh, on the wings front that you want to mention? No, 
So, um, no, not at all. Uh, any any kind of big news coming out of the NHL? I haven't really heard any big news that I know of. Um, no, nothing. Uh, I think no. Um, I don't know if there's any any uh any suspensions or. Um, I know uh, uh, McAvoy's back from his uh, his suspension. Um, nothing really big, you know, just a couple fines, but it, that might have been last week too. Um, so let's just uh, run down some of the standings. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, Boston still leading with twenty four points, but Detroit they're right there in second. Uh, Tell a trial at eighteen. Uh, on the on the other division, my, the Rangers are leading that with 21, so they're only only three points behind Boston. And then you got Carolina with 18. And then shifting over to the Western Conference, you got Vegas with 25, Vancouver with 21, and the Kings are right behind them. And then in the Central, of course, Dallas with 19, and Colorado and Winnipeg each with 16. So some of the some of the point standings for that. Um, let's see any. Uh, let's see what the uh, some of the points. Uh, let's see what we got here for the NHL points leader. It looks like Elias Patterson leading points with twenty five uh, over Kucherov, who's got twenty three. And goals, Matthews is leading goals with thirteen. And Debrinke kind of, I don't know if I mentioned, missed any. He had, he's still got 10 goals. I don't know if he, how many he's had this week. And he assists category wise, Patterson with 18, which why he's probably leading points. Um, and then uh, Quinn Hughes with 17, and his, I think this is his brother, right? Jack Hughes, uh, he's got 15. But then among the rookies, he got the, the saint of all saints, Connor Bernard, with 11 points, tied with Logan Cooley. I think he, I think Cooley had a point against the Predators tonight. Um, of course, Bernard's leading with the rookies with seven goals, and Logan Cooley's leading the rookies with 10 assists. And then in the goalie, goalie department, you got Jeremy Swayman with a 1.69 goals against average. And his save percentage is 9.44. And Tristan Jari got a shutout. I think he played tonight against Buffalo. So he got three shutouts. Um, I think, yeah, he did play. Jari did play because the other night, uh, I believe it was against the Kings. Kind of a scary incident. Um, his mask had fallen off, and I believe it was a puck. Took around his eye. Not sure which which side was right or left, but he took a puck. Now, I didn't see the play, so I don't. I don't know. I just heard uh, earlier um, tonight in the game you know, that they mentioned it. Um, not sure how his helmet came off and how why there was a shot, but because usually when the goalie's helmet comes off, they just blow it off, you know, immediately blow the play dead. So not sure exactly how that play happened. Um, that against, I believe it was against the, in the Kings, the Kings and Penguins game on Thursday night. Um, but yeah, pretty scary. He's fortunate to be back. I'm luckily he's not injured too much because obviously he's 
came right back and played tonight and got a shutout. So even though, I mean, Buffalo, that's another thing. Buffalo just, you know, I thought they were going to be really one of the top teams. And they're, uh, they're almost dead last. Ottawa, Ottawa had that hot start, didn't they? Yeah. Weren't they like 4-0 or something like that? And now they're 6-7 and with 12 points. Um, so, you know, kind of a, kind of a funny, uh, turn of events, 20 turn of events, you know, you know, you know, Buffalo was supposed to be really good. And I don't know if it's a goaltending or what's going on with them, but they're not doing too well. They'll figure it out. It's like I said, this, this is a marathon. This isn't a sprint. Teams are still figuring out what works and what doesn't. They got time. I mean, they can't take too much more time, but they've, they've got time to figure it out. You know, I really like, I like, I, I still like what they've done with that team. And I think with the guys they have with, you know, Tuck and, and Paige Thompson and, you know, I just, I, I do, I think that they're going to be, they're going to be a good team. You, you gotta, you gotta, they're going to be another sleeper team. You, you bet, you bet they'll come back. All right, so I guess we can move on to our Pride Wings 10. Um, actually, I've been talking a lot lately, so I'll let you start with your Pride Wings 10. Well, I'm going to start with Dan's Beer League team as number one. Okay, and we're 5-4 and four now. <laughs> All right, well, you know, you're a force to be reckoned with. No, I'm, I'm going to go with... Um, you know, I, I think I got to go Vegas and Boston, number one, number two. They're interchangeable. Doesn't matter. Flip-flop them. Um, you know, then I, I think I got to go Rangers next. They're playing great, great hockey right now. I saw it just the other day. Um, they dominated. They controlled Detroit. I mean, they just controlled them. And I thought Detroit was, you know, in a good position. But, you know, we were we were taught a lesson. So I'm going Rangers. Um, you know, going Vancouver next i think that um you know as you had mentioned that they're playing some really good hockey right now i think they're a team to kind of keep an eye on um moving on i'm going dallas followed by the kings um jumping back to the east i'm gonna go carolina detroit florida and colorado so uh, i think last week i had seattle dropping out for from last week to this week, um, Seattle. Um, I also had um, Edmonton and Toronto as well. Those are the three teams that that I I had bump off of my list. Toronto Toronto's kind of surprised me with their their lack of response to a lot of things that have been going on over there. So, but yeah, that's mine. What do we What do we got over on uh, the D? Well, uh, I I put Boston. You know, I had them down a little bit, but you know, they I got them number one right now. Uh, they're you know they're still other than that one loss to Detroit, um, which I mean, it, yeah, it was a loss, and, and Detroit's a lot better this year. Um, but they're and, and I believe McAvoy was not in that game. 
um, that they lost too. So that you know, that's that, cause I think he was suspended for that. One of his four games. So I mean, not gonna not gonna say they would have won with him with him in there, but he, he makes, makes you know he's he's, he's a difference he maker. A difference on the blue line. Yeah, he's he's a very good defenseman. Um. I, then I, I got the Kings moving uh, way up to, to number two. I had them as a, back in the eighth spot last week. Um, two, yeah. yeah, they uh, they're playing really well. They're the uh, I don't say they're the only team with a road with now on a road loss. They're seven zero on the road, so really good road team. Uh, their home record isn't too well, one, two, and three, but you know they're. You know, they're the last ten. They're seven, one, and two. They've been playing really good. Watching a couple of their games, um, they've played really good. They they lost to the Penguins in overtime, which I, mean, I don't want to say they should have won that game. The Penguins actually scored twice in that in that overtime period. Uh, they the Penguins had scored, and then you know they reviewed it. He, they were clearly he was clearly outside. They didn't even take. I don't even think it took a, a minute to review. Um, and then right after that, give credit to the Penguins because they came right out and ended up um, scoring. Um, can't remember exactly how it went, but um, but but they ended up scoring that game, but um, or that in overtime winning that game. But um, yeah, I just think you know the Kings, they're they're there. And then I mean it was hard because between the Kings and Vegas, I got Vegas in third. Um, I had them in the. As a well, last week was actually my my preseason picks. Um, and, you know, because we obviously didn't do a show till last week. Um, but I mean, they're still. I mean, they could very well be go back to number one next week. Um, but it was it was a tough decision to put Kings in Vegas. Um, and I believe the the Kings had beaten them. I can't remember, but but you know they're you know just you know Vegas is a strong team. Um, no said about that. And then I get the Rangers uh, in fourth. They are that um, they're playing really good. I mean, I'm, they always you know obviously they're in first place in their division, just three points behind the the Bruins. Um, the Rangers see, always seem to do that in the regular season and the playoffs. They falters, so who knows what's going to happen. Um, and then I got Colorado moving up. Um, actually, I didn't even have them in in uh, my rankings last week, but they're uh, you know they're they're second. They're you know they could very well take the division uh, lead this coming week. They're only three points behind Dallas. Um, and then you know, right out. Speaking of Dallas, I got them right underneath Colorado. Even though Dallas is leading the division, I just think really seen much of Dallas. Actually, I didn't see any games of them. Um, Colorado scored more goals than Dallas. Um, they've given up. They've given up 10, 10 more goals. Um, so that's another thing Colorado needs to shore up as their defense because their goals. They're they've got many goals for as goals against. <laughs> but, but at least it's not a minus. And then uh, after that, I got Detroit. Right. So I actually have I actually have Detroit moving up just because mainly because of that huge win against Boston, which has been a nemesis the last couple of years. They just couldn't seem to. I mean, they did win a couple of games against them last year, I believe it was. 
uh, one or two. I think it was twice at least. Um, but yeah, that was that was big win, you know. Then and then you know they're coming up with a couple of huge wins. Um, after that, uh, what they, what they uh, they beat the Rangers, I believe. Oh no, they lost the Rangers. Um, um, that the Columbus win there. Um, then I got uh, Carolina dropping. They just, I mean, they're still. <sighs> They're still holding on to second, but Washington's right behind them, and they just, I mean, Carolina's, they're undefeated at home, they're 4-0, and that's the only thing that's really saving them, in my opinion. Um, it's a tough, it's like Predators, a tough place to play, you know, in in Carolina, with that, with the fans and the Caniacs and, and you know, everything. Um, then I got Tampa Bay, um, actually had them Moving into the countdown, or the, moving in to the count, to the that countdown. I'm gonna get that moving in. Um, even though they're just about Buffalo, um, they had a couple of good games, and then then I got Florida rounding out the ten. Um, probably should have Florida had a Tampa Bay, um, but they just. They, they, they seems to be kind of a little unpredictable. And then I got Edmonton, Toronto, and Seattle dropping out. Um, just mainly because the Edmonton lost to, to the Predators, uh, which at home, which is a game they should have won. I mean, yeah, it's nice that the Predators beat them in Edmonton, but Edmonton is no, you know, there's no doubt they're a contender, and. They there's it's a home game. They they needed to beat a team like the Predators. I mean, it's not like losing to Boston or Vegas. And then Toronto just they're a mess again. And then Seattle. I mean, it, I this just wasn't enough room. I mean, uh, uh, Seattle's still a good team. I mean, this is obviously the, they're still. I would probably say they're like eleventh on my list. They've had a couple losses. Um, they did. They did win. Win one their last game, but um, I want to give a couple special mentions. Montreal, after you know, they were like almost dead last last year, and now they're like uh, they're only two points behind Detroit and Toronto, and Toronto's, in my opinion, free falling. I wouldn't be surprised to see Montreal. Way out, even ahead of maybe Detroit, yeah, even though, that. you know, um, and then, um, and then, uh, Winnipeg, not, not just because Winnipeg beat, you know, the Predators. I mean, it's a division, that's a division game. So, you know, you can pretty much throw point records out the window when you're talking about divisions because they just, you know, doesn't matter what your records are inside a division, they always, division teams always play teams good, but they're sitting third and they're actually tied for second in a division with Colorado. Um, just, you know, Winnipeg's just, you know, that they'll be right there. Um, I think they're going to be at some point, they're going to be leading the, leading the central division and not just for a game or two or a day or two, <clears throat> but yeah, that's, um, uh, 
That's my Red Wings 10. Any, any other news stories, hockey news stories I haven't really heard? No. I guess next on the list would be the um, AHL updates uh, as far as the Griffins and Admirals. Um, I don't have anything for the Griffins. I just... uh, let's see what happened with the Admirals. Um, I know they had the game against the Griffins. They dropped that one 2-1. to one. Let's see who scored that. Um, yeah, okay. Go, Griffins, go. Um, but then they, they beat Toronto the other day. Uh, 7-3. I believe it was the Marlies. I think their team is. Um, and then they just, they just played Texas uh, last night, Friday night. Uh, they lost that one six to four. So sounds like you know they're having you know typical predator season. Um, they're five and five now. Let's see who scored the uh, who scored the uh, goals for the in the Griffins game real quick here. Um, the Admirals actually scored first, and then uh, and then the Griffins. Let's see. Brogan Rafferty uh, got the game-winning goal. So Bro- Brogan Rafferty of the of the Griffins. So he must be an up-and-coming Detroit guy. Um, Askarov was in net for that. Um, for that loss. So Askarov was another loss. That's all you ever played. Uh, ever let's see. 35 shots. 35 shots and a 2-1 to one loss. So that's the Admirals update on that. Um, I guess we can go into our weekly pick segment. So um, let's see. So last week, uh, Edmonton, I got incorrect, and you got that one correct. So you must have called a loss. Or no, you called a win. That's right, because they beat Edmonton. So I was kind of—I called you crazy for picking that one, and. <laughs> But we both got the Calgary one law incorrect, um, which I don't know why I didn't say that was a loss. But we both got the Winnipeg and Arizona ones correct. And then on the... I think there's one more game for you to talk about. Edmonton, Calgary, Winnipeg, and Arizona. No, no, I'm saying like the the next, the upcoming games. Oh, and then well, before I get into this this week, um, and then on the Detroit side, let's see, we let's see, I got the Boston one incorrect, and you got that one correct. I'm not sure how you picked a win on that one. Got feeling. Yeah, and then I got the Rangers one incorrect, and you got that one correct. And then we both got Montreal incorrect, and we both got Columbus correct. So that leads us into this week's picks. So the Predators uh, against home against Anaheim because you know they're starting their five game home stand. Uh, the first game was Arizona. So um, game number two against Anaheim. I'm gonna say that's a loss because yeah, Anaheim's playing really. Right. Oh, Anna is playing really well, and but I think the, I think Nashville the lost for one of those big wins. You know, the way they big team. Well, the way they lost tonight, I don't know. Maybe they can bounce back, but you know, I'm gonna stick with a loss. Okay. And then 
the 18th is actually next Saturday, so they actually just have the one game, just one one game this coming week. Yeah, Detroit's got two. So that's kind of weird, because the 18th is on next Saturday. That's an afternoon game. So the 14th, the 14th against Anaheim is a Tuesday, and then they don't play again until next Saturday, which is a 1 o'clock game against Chicago. They always they always play Chicago bad. I mean, I mean, yeah, they did beat them there a few years ago in the playoffs, but or, well, actually more than a few years ago, but... I just, I just have that feeling. It's the first, I believe it's the first meeting of the season with them. I'm just gonna, I just, hey, I'm gonna call that a one loss. You think so? Against Ottawa? No, Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Um, just on the Preds. Yeah, that's next Saturday. One loss too. And then it's just us to Detroit. They're in the they're now in the Global Series. Where is that? In this, yeah, Sweden. That's right. They're in Sweden for the Global Series, so they got they got uh, Ottawa and Toronto in the Global Series on the 16th and 17th. I'm going with a win and a win. Well, I'm going to call a win against Ottawa and a loss against Toronto, just because. I mean, as bad as Toronto is, they got to fight. I mean, they're not going to lose all their games. I just think they're gonna find a way to win that game, and that is on the seventeenth. So that's next Friday. So they're going over. Are they even? When are they leaving? Are they already over there? Um, you know, I haven't. Because it's the sixth. It's Thursday and Friday is the game. They're back to back, and then the next game ain't until the twenty second, which is the day before Thanksgiving. So we'll do that next week's show. So just two games for Detroit. I'm going to, you know, as I mentioned, win and a loss. And Preds have two, two games. Uh, so I'm wondering if they're going to go, if, you know, being, you know, get acclimated to the time and everything. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, they've got, so, I mean, I was looking at it. I was like, man, they don't have a game for a while. So that's about wraps up this uh, episode 69 or. 60 if you're counting which I don't think we're counting so I'll just say 69 (laughs) I'll just have to own that one and just keep going on from now but we're we're one one closer to our 100th episode (laughs) but technically there was an episode there was back in season one where if you want to count the the first show or whatever that well, I didn't call season one or You're spinning uh, hairs now. I don't know. But all right. So I I I am just gonna I'm just I am gonna stop. Oh. <laughs> uh I kinda of went long well, it wasn't about as long as last week's show. Um but uh, you can find us on Facebook and uh, and Instagram, and along with Discord and Twitch at Predwings Podcast, and we're on Twitter. 
on YouTube at Predwings Pod and our email is predwingspodcast at gmail.com for any hate mail. I mean, <clears throat> love mail. <laughs> but thanks for tuning in to the Predwings Podcast. Good night, Hockey Town. See ya, Smashville. Don't lose again. <laughs>